1: Good
0: morning and welcome. It's 8.07 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers with the answers always yes. Thanks for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show. Special guest joining us right now, Congresswoman Kat Kamek. Uh, good morning, Kat. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How are you guys doing?
0: Fantastic. Still digesting all the great food from Thanksgiving and looking <laughs> looking forward to the holidays. Hey, uh, let, let me uh, let me address this. Rumors of rhinos getting together in the house, maybe some uh, you know backdoor deals with some Democrats that could undermine Kevin McCarthy and actually could give the speaker's job to a Democrat. Any word on that? What do you think's happening?
1: Yeah, you know that actually is um, in fact happening. Uh, one of my colleagues, uh, Don Bacon, out of Nebraska, he publicly came out. And said that he would work with Democrats if um, we if there was going to be a huge fight about the speakership. And um, so there's a lot of family discussions that we're having this week because we worked way too hard to get the majority. Granted, it's not the majority of the size that we had you know been pushing for, but we have the majority and we have a mandate from the American people to lead. And I'll be damned if we're going to turn around and give that majority to a Democrat speaker, which today the Democrats will be nominating Hakeem Jeffries out of New York to lead their conference. So we got a lot to work out. But, you know, Jim Jordan, he's supporting Kevin McCarthy. Marjorie Taylor Greene is supporting Kevin McCarthy. President Trump is supporting Kevin McCarthy. And uh, there's some real rules changes within the conference that we're trying to work out to really get to a place where true conservatives can have a seat at the table and and be a part of the, the process moving forward. So, you know, good old-fashioned politics, Bob.
0: Yeah, I got no use for uh, rhino Republicans. Uh, I, I just I, uh, I, I don't understand it. I mean, to me, it's pretty obvious that the American people, they want conservatives to be conservative. Is that asking too much? Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> a- any hope of avoiding the rail strike?
1: You know, we're actually going to be voting on it today. Um, and, of course, true to how Nancy Pelosi operates, um, we got bill text last night about 11 o'clock. Um, and so we're digging into it. The thing that everyone's talking about right now is, is this going to disrupt holidays? Listen, everything that, you know, you're buying for the holidays, all that's already moved by rail at this point. So what we're looking at with a potential rail strike is about $1 billion Uh, costing the economy in the very first day but then after the second and third and fourth days of a rail strike you're looking at upwards of 95 billion dollars per day and that's because of all the perishable food items and so there's real serious things to contend with but we're here because biden refused to solve the problem months and months ago it was a total patchwork job kick the can down the road and that's why this just goes to show that we need people who are serious people who can actually form a complete coherent sentence and is focused on actually fixing things rather than just kicking the can down the road and pretending like it's someone else's fault or the previous president's fault.
0: I mean, if what I read is true, they're looking at a 24% uh, raise, a uh, five to maybe $10,000 bonus because it's retroactive, um, and, and they're balking at, at this. Do they realize how much other Americans are suffering? They should, Shouldn't they be happy?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy, but... I, I talked to a couple of the rail folks and i'm I'm totally right now going through the bill, and I never weigh in until I've been able to actually read the legislation in the package um but i've my understanding is that they've been so short on manpower there's the mandatory overtimes that they're facing, but to your point, I mean as we're dealing with this debating this very issue today, the Fed is looking at raising rates again, and they're going to end up tanking our economy because of this super aggressive um rate increase that they're doing virtually every few months. And um, so we've got real problems. And when you look at, I mean, heck, Bob, you know, my husband is a firefighter for the city of Gainesville. They went years without a single raise, without any sort of adjustment. And they finally got an adjustment that was pegged um, to a cost of living adjustment. But it's ridiculous when we're at a 40 year high of inflation. Some of these demands are getting outrageous.
0: Yeah, and what happens is, is, as the labor costs more, they'll just wind down and try to use less, as we've seen in the rail industry. They uh, they have far less uh, workers than they had 10 years ago, so there's that. Let's move on to Ukraine. Uh, are we getting any real oversight on spending? Will that change when the Republicans take the House, and when will this spending overall end
1: yeah, I mean, you you know where I've been on this, Bob. You know, I think everybody collectively, their heart breaks for the situation in Ukraine. But I have not supported any of the packages sending money um, over to Ukraine. And now the, the White House wants to send an additional $37 billion. We don't even have a way to account for the funds and the munitions that were sent there. So until there's a full audit, I don't even think we should be having this conversation. But they're going to try to ram it through for fear of, you know, a government shutdown. And they're going to tie it up to try to use fear mongering to get it done. But, I mean, I've I've spoken with the DOD on this. We've talked with our partners overseas. They can't get us a full accounting. And, And that's absolutely absurd. We have way too many problems here in the United States, like an open border that's completely manufactured by the White House. And if we can't deal with that first, we have no business playing overseas. So I think you're going to see a full accounting of that money, a full blown investigation once Republicans take the House. But the Democrats have had no interest whatsoever in any sort of audit or full accounting of what's been sent thus
0: far. No, of course not. Uh, they're the same ones that uh, received all that money from that crypto uh, currency uh, <laughs> ripoff, uh, modern day Bernie Madoff. So if they yeah. don't want investigation there. Could be money laundering and all kinds of quid pro quo, etc. So yeah, I would imagine they're against it. Well, let's go back to something we touched on earlier. Um, right now, you're working on the rules as they change in how the House does business, because there's yeah. a Republican majority. You want want things done a certain way that's why i asked you about the kevin mccarthy thing first what if you do all yeah. these rules and he doesn't become the speaker what happens then
1: well i mean I, that's the thing is we have such a slim majority we have 222 um, so we only have four votes uh, that are there's our buffer but the thing that is most consequential that's happening right now that no major news network is talking about probably because it's not sexy and it's a little in the weeds. But it is the most consequential thing, the thing that will impact people the most for the next two years, is the rules. The rules are the package of guidelines that Congress operates within. Things like getting 72 hours or five days to read a bill, Um, making it so that a member can require that a bill is read out loud on the floor, Um, making it so that there's only one item, single-issue bills that are um, being brought up, Uh, ethics rules. Uh, things that people would never think about, but it's all dictated within the rules package that gets passed within the very first day and a half of the new Congress. So we're in the middle of debating. In fact, yesterday I went and testified for the need for us to, one, be able to read the bills, but also to have single-issue bills because we've seen these massive packages like the Build Back Broke agenda that comes in, it's thousands and thousands of pages, no one has time to read it, and you find all these poison pills in it. If we can get that straight, we can be on a path where we would actually have transparency and accountability because an issue would live or die on its merits rather than the political fear-mongering that's going out. So if you're paying attention to anything in Washington this week, it should be the rules package. Everything else is just noise, and it's designed to raise money for outside groups. But the rules is going to dictate how transparent Congress is going to be going into the next two years. Things like requiring a supermajority to raise taxes these are simple things in my mind but to try to get them across the finish line it's like pulling teeth up here
0: wow that's that's great information as usual and 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 hopefully you'll update us on this and it'll go well because i I can see where it's headed i mean your ears must always be burning as people whisper she's one of those she's one of those And, (laughs) and, and and somebody new to the group would go what do you mean she's one of those She's one of those people that actually wants to read the bill before she votes on it.
1: Yeah, they don't like that.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> That's rare. That's crazy. Cat Cam, a congresswoman. We we really appreciate what you're doing. Keep fighting the good fight.
1: I appreciate it, fellas, and I know we'll be talking. But just in case I don't speak to you, Merry Christmas, and we still say Christmas soon around here.
0: Yeah. Right on, Merry Christmas to you and yours. We hope we hear from you uh, before that. But yeah, you never know. She is. Uh, Very, very busy, for real. Uh, It's 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Coming up at 9.05, we're going to have State Senator Dennis Baxley on the show. But before that, the liberal justices and the language that they use at the Supreme Court level might surprise you. I think it's a breath of fresh air. 97.3, the sky. Hang on.